Let me know when you started. I already started. What episode is this? 31? Yes. That's yes with an A or you? Yes, as some people say. Okay. Well, we don't do that here. So welcome to episode 31 of the Ape Begins podcast with fellow uh, companion Bryce. Yes. And and main companion Mark. Of course. And uh, we have a sad companion today um, who's here to talk about everything about everything. What's up? <laughs> How are you, ma'am? Uh, ma'am, hello. Um, I'm good. How are you guys? Couldn't be better. Good. Agreed. Except definitely better than Bryce's uh, internet. Hey, I, it's it's Windows, okay? I blame Windows. It's never had this problem before on my Mac. Um, Stupid. So we're here to talk about uh, things uh, regarding yoga, some other stuff and video games because uh, I know you play that quite a bit and maybe what? coffee. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah, because we're all about that coffee life. Um, yes. <laughs> so tell us about yourself, ma'am. Um, my name is Imari. I teach yoga mainly at Core Power, which is where I met Mark. Um, I started my journey in 2014, um, not really expecting much. And then I took my first class at Core Power. And now here I am. (laughs) So you started your journey in terms of just overall fitness and health or was it like, uh, uh, okay, just yoga. Okay. Were you lifting or doing anything before that? I was playing soccer for eight years. Whoa. (laughs) And then, um, I hurt my knee, so I stopped and I was in like my junior, junior year of high school. And then I stopped all activity pretty much until 2014 when I graduated high school. Yeah. Did you? Go ahead. Um, was it like competitive soccer where you were like on the team and playing like weekly games or I don't know how soccer uh, yeah. works? I think it was, well, sometimes it was weekly, but it was bi-weekly, I would say. Um, uh, can you repeat hmm. the question? <laughs> no, I was just wondering how often you played and then oh, what kind of yeah. actually happened to your knee. Yeah, so I was playing on a team, I remember now. Um, I was playing, uh, I guess the common one is AYSO in Southern California. Mm-hmm. So I was a part of that since I was, I think, eight or nine. I'm not sure. I don't I remember. To, I used to play there too. But... Oh, yeah. It's like what? pretty common. A- yeah. AYS. Is it like huge? Like in terms of a organization there might be um man i have no idea maybe like 14 teams per division i guess it might be more it might be less i don't remember i just remember playing a lot of teams yeah um and then when i went into high school that's when i auditioned for or tried out for soccer for the high school team and i played on the frosh frosh soft it's hard to say. Frosh soft team, uh, both the years that I played, and then that's when I got my injury when I was playing for an AYSO game. What did you? So what happened to your knee exactly? Um, I tore my LCL. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was going to be like you know, like a light sprain, and and then you just kind of no. didn't get it back. But it was like yeah, it was pretty bad. bad. <laughs> yeah, um, I was going for the ball and trying to scoop my foot one way. 
and then the other girl was like opposite of me, but she was scooping the ball the other way, and she just kicked it too hard, so it just <laughs> tore that. <laughs> Did, so you never played after that? Nope. So nice. after that day, that was like the last soccer ever. Well, I I wanted to keep playing, so I would just like sit out at my my games and stuff and just be there for the practices so I would like be supportive you know mm-hmm. um, and then once I got a brace for my knee they construct a special brace specifically measured to your knee to hold like the ligaments in place um, and control the flexion and extension of your leg um, so once I got that then I started to lightly play in the games not too much um, and it was just a really like hard hassle sometimes because the refs would think it was like metal or something when it was just plastic. So it was, it was a problem sometimes. Yeah. It was too metal. <laughs> yeah. Too metal. Um, that sucks. Cause I, I broke my like skateboarding when I was 14, 15 and, uh, I wanted to skate again after I was out for like six or seven months, but my mom was the one who was dealing with me the whole time. So she was, she, she hit my skateboard constantly. <laughs> Um, and to this day, I don't know where she hid my last skateboard. It's probably gone. Wait, wait, wait. But... So you also never skated after that day? Oh, I definitely did. But she would oh. get really mad. Uh, she's like, you know what? Oh. Next time you get surgery, I'm not going to be there. I'm like, All right, <laughs> cool. <laughs> Hardcore moms. Yeah, she was uh, definitely overprotective, but I guess rightly so. Yeah. Yeah. See, you can thank her for not bringing the other leg. Like... I mean, I, uh, I, see, you know what? I, it's funny now. My right calf is much smaller than the left one because it was at a commission for six. I could, I could definitely atrophy. Tell. Yeah. Classic. Damn. Um, well, it's like it's also just use, right? Uh, you can you can work out one side. Oh my god! Oh, sorry. I just had. I'll talk about it later. But I just, I just had a realization when you were talking about atrophy. I. I've for some reason bench press felt really weird today, and I had an extra five pounds on the right side. And I had no idea. Oh. So you just thought about it now? Uh, yeah. Well, no, because <laughs> I checked afterwards. But when you were saying like atrophy on one side, and I was like, "What the hell is wrong with this?" And I was like, "Man, my left side just is stronger than my right." And I was struggling. <laughs> it was stupid, and I felt really stupid afterwards. It was like, "I'm dumb," but whatever. Sorry, sorry to go off the tangent. You're good. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I don't know. I, I, I guess I could never be a legitimate bodybuilder because I was going to be uneven from one leg. That's um, not true. It'll eventually catch up. I, yeah, like, maybe, but but if you break the other leg, then you're going to like make time in. You're right. Give me a skateboard. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, <sighs> so before that happened, you you think soccer was going to be like a professional thing or a legitimate career path for you, or is that something you just want to do to get you through college or? I think it was just mostly a, like a side thing. I mean, I was thinking about it professionally, but I kind of had my thoughts elsewhere for that too. Like, um, I was going into fashion school at that point um, through my high school because they offered. I don't know if you guys know Scrock. Oh yeah, so like yeah. California Regional Occupational Center or yeah. something like. That. Oh, I yeah. Heard of it. yeah, interesting. Yeah. I was going to go there for some uh, uh, Cisco classes. Not Cisco the Rapper. Cisco <laughs> Network. Yeah, Cisco the Thong Song. <laughs> Classic. <laughs> Classic. It was uh, networking classes, but never went because 
because no. Because yeah. um, <laughs> time. So now, 2014, you took your first yoga class at Core Power, right? Yep. And did you get oh. your what? Go ahead. I, never mind. Go ahead. Oh I'll, I'll You're going to forget. I'm not, go ahead. Go for it. I'm not no, gonna I'm not going to forget. <laughs> All right. So <laughs> you took your training through Core Power or was it somewhere else? It was through Core Power. Okay. Um, so they are registered under Yoga Alliance. And Yoga Alliance is basically the national, like, yoga standard of teaching. Um, so you have to have certain course requirements in your teacher training to be able to be certified for that. And once you have your certification, whether it's, like, through Core Power or somewhere else, um, it's recognized nationally. Maybe, wow. yeah. I was going to say maybe internationally, but I'm sure there are other... Yoga yeah, requirements in Europe or something. Not in Mexico. You don't know that. <laughs> I mean, Mexico, uh, although uh, when I was uh, doing ground school for piloting, uh, the FAA rules almost didn't apply there. I mean, of course they applied there, but you know, Mexico. You know. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of like it's the sixth level of the parking structure where anything goes almost. I don't know. Yeah. We, have a, we have a sixth level uh, where we park, and it's like if you if you park anywhere other than five through one, it's like – you know what you're getting yourself into if you go to six because yep. anything goes there. Pretty much double parking, taking up two spaces. It's, it's where is this at work? Oh, yeah. oh wow, but interesting. Yeah. Anyway. Um, yeah. So I was going to ask since you were um, talking about the certification, how long did it take to get, and what were like the kind of the course requirements to get to that point? Um. It took me two months. It's 200 hours, which they spread out over the course of um, eight weeks. So uh, depending on the training, I know, I think one of my friends took a training through somewhere else and they were having classes uh, Monday through Friday. So uh, that made it a shorter amount of time, but you would still, it's a 200 hour certification and there's different hour certification so there's 200 300 500 and i want to say there's maybe one higher than that but i'm not sure hmm. yeah. wow yeah 208 weeks it so actually, what is that you only have to fly 64 hours as a pilot to get your license which is surprising. oh what really so to get your private to get your private license you need at least 60 50 actually but it's easier for the instructor to pass you if you have 64 or more but you could do it at 60. You only have to fly 10 with the instructor and then the rest you can do on your own if he signs you off on it. Dang. Which is, uh, you know. 200 hours of training. Oh, and so does that training also, is it, you're, you're getting instruction about instructing or is it also like getting instruction about yourself and practicing, like, you know, if that it's, makes sense. Yeah, it's, it's all <laughs> mixed together. Got uh, it. So the first day, of course, you talk about what's pretty much going to be the requirements or, um, I guess, guidelines for the rest of the training. Um, and then you start off with, I guess, um, each. The sequence that we studied for Core Power was the C1 sequence. Um, so that one, you would go through each little section of class um, each set of postures is called a bucket. 
So we have integration, which is basically a three-minute integration to class. Uh, and then you have your Sun A, which is a warm-up to your warm-up. And then you have Sun B, which is then your warm-up getting more into mis- can't talk today. Major muscle groups. And um, then you have your core section because it's core power. So, you, of course, you have to do some belly-up core work. Um, and after that, you get into more split leg movements. So all the movements are mostly closed leg and in the same plane of movement. So then you get into different planes of movement. After that, then there's balancing, a little bit more minor muscle group work, and then you stretch out your hips. Then you do some spine strengthening, and then you end class, basically. So it's a lot of stuff. So you break down each section in the training, and... You also go through the philosophy of yoga, so how it started, like where it became what it is today, um, what core powers yoga comes from, because each there's over a thousand styles of yoga. Bye. Over a thousand styles of yoga, and it just branches off of each other. So with all of that... thousand styles. That's... Yeah. Over wow. There's do you get to ex- learn and and different aspects of it, or I feel like so th- there was um it kind of reminds me I don't know if you've watched School of Rock where it's like all right we're gonna go through rock history <laughs> rock music, rock theory. theory like and they start going into just diverge you know taking this subject and getting low into the weeds of all this application theory and history and um, that's it <laughs> okay fair enough. So dive into um, chakras a little bit, so the energy centers, and then with that, transitioning into energy movements throughout class. So each posture, you have a line of movement that's going up or down or to the sides, depending on what you want to do in each pose. Um, and then it just flows off from there also. Hmm. Yeah. There's a lot um, of stuff going on. <laughs> Is this the most uh, interesting, the one you're practicing now, or the one you do most often? Is that the one that you find most uh, interesting, or have you looked into any, any other kinds? In in my own practice, I feel power yoga is a lot more beneficial uh, for my personal body because it's muscle activation to get length or flexibility. Um, so in my personal body type, I have more athletic and I hold muscle really well so with all of that I tend to get tight of course um, so the integration of heat as well is what I really like about it too because it just warms up your fascia a little bit more and your muscles a little bit faster as well yep a little bit fatter for me but what? <laughs> your muscles a little fatter? Uh, definitely what do you mean? oh but, like you're less lean? no I'm saying for me I'm, I'm making fun of myself Oh. oh my god! <laughs> I was like, "What do you mean your muscles better?" Huh? Yeah, I think that's what I find the hardest, um, and why I kind of um, got drawn into the practice is because I find it extremely hard, um, and I kind of like that. We were talking about it last episode um, about how it's almost like in bodybuilding or lifting, like it's if you're going for a big lift, it's almost 
a good amount of eyes on you and even you're almost concerned about who's looking but uh once you start yoga you kind of you feel the same way coming from bodybuilding and stuff but nobody gi- i mean i'd like to think nobody gives a shit when you're in there um yeah. except obviously the instructor who's only only looking at you to make sure you're doing it exactly. to the best of your ability um so that was good um and it's mostly you versus you which i really like and yeah. it's hard definitely exactly hard. <laughs> yeah there's it is pretty and yeah. it's also inspirational i will say that there's i i mean i think it's also just like being if you especially if there's someone next to you that's like whoa like they're they're doing all this stuff and it looks really easy it's like it inspires you to <laughs> try i and that i guess that's part of just you know doing it within a group um it's also helpful because it's like I didn't hear what that was, but oh, okay, that's what we're doing. Got it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I, I, I'm enjoying it quite a bit. Um, Good. I How just, often do you practice? Me or Mark? Both now, because now <laughs> since he's like, oh, I'm really enjoying it. How often do you go? Uh, I try to go twice a week. Okay. And yeah. once, once Ashley starts school, I should be going more because, you know, girlfriends need attention, unfortunately. Classic, especially very- from from this. <laughs> it's funny because I just see your then once you, your camera's still not working for me, but yeah, got it. Oh yes, I'm definitely, uh, you know, admiring my own face. But mm. <laughs> um, um, I try to I try to practice at least twice a week. It's harder to practice when you're a teacher because you're putting more work into making your classes than taking your class or taking a class. Um, this last week I only took one class actually, cause I was just too caught up in other things. Were you, were you doing more yoga before you were an instructor? Yes. A lot more. Okay. Cause that was oh, wow. before I started living on my own. So I have to work more to pay the bills. Right. Okay. Yes. I dig that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, because I, I wonder if it's like most professions where you really admire it as the person doing it, but once you start teaching it, do you fall almost out of love with it, or um, is it something you do less because you're just around it more? That's not at all what I was thinking. <laughs> um, I definitely fall in love with it every single time I teach, because even when you set an intention for your class and you're kind of just bullshitting it sometimes. You start to take away what you said and kind of apply it to yourself, and you also learn something. Because when you're talking, you're trying to tell your students to relax or whatever it is, um, and then that kind of just makes you a little bit more relaxed. Hmm. Yeah, I do. Um, I do listen to a lot of what the instructors say. Some of them don't say anything, and some are just in there to whip you into shape. And some really take the <laughs> yeah. time to. <laughs> to try to get a, a point across, like, uh, I remember you mentioned something about being more open to everyone or to other people. Um, I know Joseph at Redondo always has a very good message, and uh, so did uh, – what's up? I said I love his classes. Yeah, he's – um. I did one – that was the last one I did was last Saturday with him well, a week ago. And Brittany from Torrance had uh, a very good message. Yes. She had a good message uh, on New Year's, I believe. I want to go. She said, I went on one on Christmas. Did I go on Christmas Day in Torrance? I did. I, I just did, remember uh, that that was freaking C- difficult. I, yeah, I did a C two on Christmas Eve, and it was uh, it was a restorative opening, so it was great. But <laughs> but she said, Brittany said, um, and I remember because this is one of the 
more one of the messages I remember the most. She said, "For New Year's, don't focus on what you want. Focus on how you want to feel the whole year." Which was very, mm-hmm. to me, is very uh, important. So yes. I've been trying to work on that as much as I can. That is amazing. Um, but yeah, that's. I mean, that I guess that's the other thing about yoga too is that there's this almost a spiritual aspect and i don't want to call it religious because it's it's not it's not <laughs> but some people like find probably find it weird when they you know you ask them to put you know their their hands to heart and uh or to their forehead and they're like for first timers i guess or yeah. they just feel like they're almost cheating on the religion they're currently practicing you know what i mean so i don't know there's that too yeah i know what you mean um there's definitely a stigma behind yoga that it's religious or like some people even think it's a cult, uh, which is hilarious to me because it's totally not. Um, but the reason, um, well, those are energy centers that we use throughout class. So heart center is usually allowing yourself to be a little bit more open. And then third eye center, which is what you usually see at the end of class um, or just depends on how you practice with your hands. Um, is to open the third eye chakra, which is your intuition. Um, so just kind of touching those points helps activate the area a little bit. And, and I, think I think that's that's one thing I'd like to learn more about, more about instead of just the physical aspect. I'd like to learn about being more connected with myself. Um, yeah. So I guess that's what practice. I mean, that's what. Yeah, I've been listening to some other podcasts that go into depth into like meditation, and I've I've done at my last job there was like a lunch meditation group, and it was weird because you can call in. Um, it was all over the company, all na- national wide, and you would just call in for five minutes, and there would be someone to lead it. But it was basically a, a means to kind of take a time to yourself, like. It was actually pretty cool, um, and I was like, "Really, just five minutes, and you call in? Like, that's weird." But the whole point was just to kind of okay, forget about work, forget about everything, just yeah. drop it, and then you feel a lot more refreshed afterwards. And like, wonder I go to yoga even afterwards. Just you know, other than the physical challenges, there's there's a lot of things that uh, you know, as you said, that like they're, the the lessons or the spiritual side that make you think about different w- things. You look at the world, you see other people, and it's very like refreshing. It's um, Mark appeared. Uh, I'm here. I'm here. I just uh, my I guess my battery didn't charge enough. But go ahead. Sorry. Oh no. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's like um, it's refreshing both like in the physical aspect, but and also a mental aspect, which um, I think it also just comes with learning the that that side of the thing of yoga. I guess. Yes. I don't know. Do you do a lot of other type of like have you done any meditation or uh, gone more into the spiritual side or but, learned more about that before you answer that were you practice i'm sorry but were you practicing any religion before then or were you raised a certain religion um i was raised christian okay however i knew that i really didn't believe in it i was just doing it because everyone else in my family was doing it um so when it came time well after my older sister was baptized um, my dad was like who is like the super Christian of my immediate family he was like all right so when are you and your twin sister going to get baptized and 
he asked us a specific question that I don't remember now, but um, apparently we didn't answer right, I guess. Um, I think it was like, how can you let God into your hearts or something like that? Um, or like help guide you, or, you know, whatever <laughs> that question was. Um, and my twin sister and I could never get the, like, the right answer, quote unquote. So we never got baptized. Um, and like, I guess from that point on, we were just like, wow, I guess it's like, this isn't really for us. And we were like, maybe six or seven, which is like crazy. Cause they were so, what? we realized that something wow. is for you already. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I was raised Christian and then up until that point, I did not believe in it. I just went along with it for my family mm-hmm. until I think I was in high school before my soccer injury, um, my twin sister, I think my my mom asked her if she's, get away from me. Sorry, my cat is smelling my camera. <laughs> it, smell, it smells Bryce. Yes. <laughs> um, I think she asked my sister how, or like, if she still believed in God. I have no idea the reason why. It's just completely random to me. And she was like, um, not really. <laughs> my mom got so offended. <laughs> wow. And so she comes over to me and I'm like scared shitless because she just asked my sister and she was like kind of pissed at her. And she asked me and I was like, yeah, I still believe in it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and then maybe like six months later, I was like, yeah, sorry, mom, I lied to you. <laughs> um, so up until that point, I didn't believe in anything. Um, Not to say that I'm atheist, but, I mean, it seems logical that it can't really be proven to me, so agnostic is more where I'm at. Um, But now that I got into yoga, um, I definitely have a lot more Buddhist beliefs. However, I don't know everything that they're called. I just know what the yoga taught me. Mm. So it's more, I guess, yogic philosophy beliefs or whatever that may be. With a little bit of Buddhist sprinkled in there. Just That's kind of cool. Yeah, I've noticed that most people who are raised, um, at least with me, at least that happened to me, uh, most people that are raised within a religion tend to fall out after. And then mm. people people who who weren't raised get in later. And I don't know if that's just because they think that, you know, I don't know. Like most of my cousins who weren't raised Catholic are now extremely, you know, Christian. Uh, I went to Catholic school since I was, what's up? I was just going to say, I just think it's mostly like they need that sense of, I'm taking myself to the next level because they just reach a point where they're stuck. So I think that's where they tend to find whatever religion or. Yeah. And I think that's one of the the issues. No, I wouldn't call it an issue because, you know, to each their own. But when, Mm -hmm. when I notice someone, uh, you know, when someone, something happens to someone, and they first accomplish something, you know, for themselves. They start, you know, thanking God. When I think it just takes away from their own self belief um, and the power that they possess for themselves. But I don't know. Like when a, mm. when a doctor yeah. performs a, a great surgery, right? The first thing is like, oh, my husband came out of surgery. Think you know, thanks to God. It's like, no, you know, this guy is a pretty good. He's a pretty good doctor. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Well, but. I've also seen. I don't know. I haven't watched a lot of Kai Green, but there's there's a lot of times where like people go up to him and say, "Oh, I think I, everything I've ever done in myself is like because of you. You inspired me." And he's like, "No, man, that's you. Like, yeah. it's, it's yourself." That was, and you know, he's. 
and I'm like, oh, that's true, right? Just because he he maybe like lights a spark somewhere, it's it really comes from the person to execute on some idea and ideals to carry through, uh, which is probably the 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 large larger part of it. Yeah. Uh, anyway, I don't know if Mark, if, you, if you've seen any of those, yeah, uh, but um, I was like, oh, that's kind of true. Like, I, I'd be lying, dude, if if I said I didn't watch some of like those cheesy bodybuilding motivation videos while I'm doing cardio because sometimes <laughs> you just don't want to do it, you know? Totally get you. <laughs> yeah, so, I mean. And it should come from within, but there's, like you said, I guess a little spark wouldn't hurt because in the end it is all you. But I just wish people would realize how much more powerful they are. True. I mean, I want to say something, but I don't want to offend people, but I guess I shouldn't give a shit either. But (laughs) this is your podcast. It's like (laughs) to me, me, if you put the Bible in front of me, it's not more believable than a Spider-Man comic book. It's like they're both the same. The only the only difference is (laughs) I mean, the only the only difference is it's like. Uh, I mean, it, it's almost more. It's see, almost more. Grandma, I'm sorry. <laughs> um, it's like it's like saying, like it's more. It's more likely that you find a, a man who's genetic, genetically modified to shoot spider webs from his wrist than the guy who came back from the dead three days later and just started making fucking fish out of bread. I don't know. You know what I mean? Like, whoa, whoa. I'm just saying. He's so um, offensive. He, <laughs> you know what I mean like I I, res- I guess I should I don't know if it's okay to say that I respect people's you know teach their own but if you're asking me what I feel that's what I feel and I wish I, I, I so I've um I, you remember that guy you hit in the in with a soccer ball in high school oh uh, yeah 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 okay. okay so I remember having a discussion with him um and he's you know there's a lot of people that don't really don't push it on other people um, they really they they take it for themselves, and then he, I've gotten like invited a good amount of times to hey come come to this event or come to this thing, and I never went. But one of the things I started talking to him about was like to me it feels like sometimes people go to something when there's a problem or there is something they're trying to get answers to which they can't, mm-hmm. um, and so they go towards this thing of. I don't know, belief, faith, where it it helps to console them. Um, and he was like, well, yeah, that's like, that's how a lot of people kind of get to that point in journey. And, you know, I, I was like, okay, but I guess in the end, if like, okay, if they feel better about it, if it's helpful, if it's some, you know, something that in the end is, I guess, beneficial, then cool. But I guess I don't know. I, I agree. Like if it gets them through the day, but in at the end when they're asking for something and it doesn't happen, then are they just a wreck after that because they got let down? Like that's what I mean. Like if I wish people would learn to get through things on their own and realize that it was them who made it through, and you know what I mean. I don't know. That's just me. Manifestation. <laughs> Fair enough. In any case. <laughs> but yeah, sorry. Sorry, we took a, a turn down. Yeah, I know. I was like Church Lane. Yeah, I think it, it started with it started with cults, and then I started thinking about David Koresh, the guy in uh, Waco. Do you know who that uh, is, Bryce? Brian? Brian? Bryce? Waco. Yeah, I'm all. I know Waco. Not the city. I mean, it's the city, but the David Koresh, the the yeah, branch Davidians. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Anyway. But yeah, Rick Ross raps about him. Actually, he calls himself the Fresh David Koresh. So you know why. Uh, he says he calls himself a major cult figure. I'm the fresh David Koresh. Don't ask ah. me I know that, but 
Wait, you do it. You do it. There you go. (laughs) All right. So uh, moving forward. um, (laughs) Video games. Um, No, we absolutely have to because there are some games like uh, Wii Fit. You know what Wii Fit is? Uh, like the thing that you play on the Wii? Yeah, so it came with a board. Uh, I don't know if you know if you ever seen the board. It comes like a board with accelerometer, so it's almost it works like a scale where it measures the corners and how your feet's planted on it. There yeah, was some yoga it. stuff on there. Have you tried anything like that mm-hmm. in video games? No. Are you a video gamer? The only video games I've played are on the PS2 and so. the Xbox. Yeah. PS2. The original Xbox? Um, I think it was. I think I had Xbox 360. Okay. I don't I don't remember. I gave it away. <laughs> Sadly. That was a mistake. So, uh, <laughs> Alright, and that ends the episode. Th- I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh, shit. Well. <laughs> <laughs> Already? I don't even have my watch on. <laughs> um, I used to play a lot of Sly 2 and like the Sly Cooper series okay. game. You know what that is? It's a 3D platformer, Bryce. About, what's, a, what's an example of a 3D platformer? Uh, like Super Mario 64. Oh, okay. Continue. <laughs> well, I Google. Oh, like, it's like Spyro. Continue. Remember Spyro? The dragon? Yes. Yeah. I also played that. <laughs> okay, there you go. Um, and I also played on the PS2 Kingdom Hearts. Because oh, get out of here. And that's the only reason I want to get a PS2 again is so I can play it before the third one comes out. So amazing. You should get it. <laughs> well, I played the first and the second one, but I want to kind of go back, but I just don't know if I could dedicate that much time. Yeah. Slide too. Hey, that looks kind of cool. Sly yeah. It's bomb as fuck. <laughs> Sorry, am I allowed <laughs> you, to say you, that? Sorry, yeah, I did. definitely. You can say shit, fuck. <laughs> all of the things. But yes, all all of the bad things. <laughs> um, uh, go ahead. You could get a PS2 pretty inexpensively right now if you really wanted to revisit your childhood. Um I have a PS2 still. Oh, so why don't you get the games? You know you can actually download it. Uh, oh, so why don't you play it? Because I just don't have time. I mean, you could just ditch us and go play now. I totally understand. <laughs> oh, yeah. Bye. Then you just can, take it out. Then you can come back and give us a review. Did she, is she frozen? She's frozen. But. Oh, man. Like, she really did to this. <laughs> She's, no, there she is. Oh, okay, you, you, you froze. You froze for like. You froze. You froze. Like a froze for like. It's fine. It's it's buffering. Did I have a funny face? Uh, you were reaching for this, guys. Yeah. Yeah, you were like Superman. Yeah, you were like. It's like that one video of the the fat kid on the webcam dancing with his fist up. But anyway. But anyway. Um. Yeah, I played it for like two hours a few weeks ago, but that's it. Is that something you Is that miss? something miss? You just like double taped yourself. I know what that means. Um, do you hear it, Bryce? Brad? Yeah, I hear yeah, Mark I hear being Mark echoey. Mark. Yeah, I can okay. hear myself. Yeah, yeah, I can stop hear record. I don't mind. Yeah, we can just we can just wait. God, pause our recording. Too. Hold on. I'm hold gonna on. pause and start again. Yeah, hold on. Okay, let me get my phone charger. Okay. Oh, now it's better. Yeah, I think it's, it's the stupid Emolto windows. No, mine's fine. I mean, it's still recording. It was just uh, buffering. Yeah, I'm going to start recording again. Okay. I have to go pee. Is that bad? No, Can go pee. Go pee now while she gets her charger. Okay. 
No. Um, the audio is being weird. Oh, I think we're fine now. Okay. Yay. Where'd uh, he go? He went to go use the restroom. Okay. Oops. That works. Thank you, walking. It's all right. <laughs> What'd you get? I am present. I had all these other questions. <laughs> oh, do you remember them? Well, I started thinking about them. Okay, we'll go for it. Well, about yoga, but we can go to the games and then maybe this will have to be a part two. Oh, or something. hello. Hello. <laughs> right, it might have to be a part two. Oh, it doesn't matter. We're, we're fine. We'll see. Mark, I can't see you, or you're paused. Still. Can you stop and start your video again? Uh, no, because I need a camera, and my camera's dead, and my laptop is in a strange position, and I have to readjust everything, and it would not. Yeah, I need a desktop. All right, I'm gonna continue. That's recording. Sideways orientation, or that fuck everything up. No, that's no, you're fine. Okay. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> I started recording again. Okay. Have you seen Star Wars? Me? No. Okay. Oh, welcome. I know you haven't, right? I was gunned last night and nope. Yes! <laughs> Jesus. Okay. Oh, oh Bryce, Bryce is raving. Bryce is raving. Don't stop him. Don't stop Nay. him. Where are the gloves? Where are the gloves at? I, I actually saw someone do it with these, like, these things and I was pretty impressed. And I tried to do it and I was like, am I doing it? And she, you're fine. Oh <laughs> you can go back the other way if you if you if that's better. No, I'm charging my phone, so it's not gonna stay up. Ah, fair. Yeah, sadly. Um, we were talking about Sly too, or yeah, gaming. Yeah, actually, you know it's funny. We were, we were telling you to ditch us to go play right, and then right after that, you froze. We thought you left. Oh, sorry. No, it wasn't. It's just camera weirdness. Okay. All right. And next Bryce, 360. There, you know what's cool. Oh. It's fine. Just fine. We can just talk. There was um there were some games that came out for the Connect. I don't know if you ever use the Connect. It's like the camera center thing. Yes. Um there were some of those like that came dance? out for yeah, there were some that came out for yoga. Um and it was what? called it was called Xbox Fitness. Yeah, it was part of and it was cool. It would it would use the infrared cameras and it would detect your frame to tell you which muscles you were activating most, although I'm sure you can feel it, but it would tell you how much pressure you're putting on your body, but Unfortunately, not enough people bought the game or the Connect, and now it's all gone. Yeah, I feel like the Connect was just a wannabe Wii. Oh, how dare you? Sorry, man. <laughs> it, was, it was actually better. You know what's great about the Connect? I'll tell you, ma'am, is that uh, the Connect would actually sign you in when it would see your face, at least. In the oh, I still one. use that feature. That's yeah, the best part. Mm-hmm. That's probably. I didn't. Even, I just use it to sign in. So I cover the. Ca- I remove the cover from the camera. And I just show my face, and it signs me in. And I put the cover back on. Nobody wants to spy on you. Why not? I'm. I love people watching me because I'm contributing to the nation's security. Okay. <laughs> oh gosh. I mean, if you want to watch me naked, go for it. I mean, <laughs> win-win. 
World, Sign me up. World Star. What um, is it called? It's over there. Oh, sorry. Where's the? Uh... So Bryce had questions regarding uh, some practice before we got into before we yeah. got into uh, video games. We don't have to. We can just we can save them for another time. Slash, I'll well, sorry. Why not? What no, if there is another time? Go ahead. Go ahead. I'm okay. okay. Um, what other? In addition, okay, I have a couple questions. In addition to yoga, what else other than other than soccer do you other do you do fitness wise? If you do any, uh, I don't play soccer anymore. So, because mm-hmm. uh, fuck that. <laughs> um, but I also, I don't. I used to go a lot more. Um, when I had less job duties to do, um, but I go to the gym. I go to UFC gym in Torrance. What? Uh, yeah, it's awesome. Uh, I go on the weekends, um, so I usually have a plan. I teach yoga at USC, and then after I get back, I come home. I have like a little snack, and then me and my boyfriend go to UFC, and then we do the same thing on Sundays. Except I don't teach on Sundays, so we just go. I think around like four. Sometimes it varies. Yeah. Wow. Well, you, what kind of lifting regimens and stuff do you do at the UFC gym? I'm uh, assuming it's lifting. Right? What else do they have there? Do you go in the cage? Go in the octagon? Nah. I, I have a. Have. Well, I, I guess I do another thing. Also, I go. To, I do uh, Brazilian jiu-jitsu. What? I always forget. Damn. Exercise, so I'm like, oh, I don't do anything else. <laughs> That's pretty intense. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, definitely. Cool, wow. Do you practice? Uh, is that what it's called? Do you train BJJ, BJJ a good amount? Um. Yes. I, Whoa. What, what was that? <laughs> like that's pretty cool. Like. Oh. That's okay. awesome. <laughs> I thought you were like reacting to something else. Um. <laughs> I practice. I try to do at least or train at least two or three times a week. Um, but this last week I have not gone at all just because I had so much schoolwork to do. So I skipped all this week and I feel really sad about it. <laughs> well, you can just think about it. As, if you've been consistent throughout the month, you could just think of this week as recovery, which is mm-hmm. almost a, as important as the training. Yeah, that's Agreed. Right. So don't feel so bad. <clears throat> Thanks. <laughs> the, the other thing is... I wonder, I don't know, um, okay, so I'll, I'll give the analogy in terms of, first I'll ask the question, uh, in yoga, does it feel like, does gear help people do better, slash, does it have a placebo effect? Because in in the same regard as, I think, anything, when people, like, start getting their own gear and, like, getting this is, oh, this is better, and this is better quality, like like clothing or like props to you. You don't mean gear as all of the above, right? No, okay. I meant like <laughs> things that you're using while you're practicing. Like I, I, um, I used to lift um, in these vans for my deadlifts, and they were like flat soles. I was like, oh, these are gonna work fine all the time. I used to squat in them, and um, I was like, why do I even need stupid? lifting shoes this is dumb and then i started lifting and lifting shoes just to try it and then i was like oh, i need to buy my own and then i was like all about them um, <laughs> and like wrist wraps and a belt and it's like the um, i started i guess investing and doing more research into gear and trying to use that to help i started seeing um how they could actually be more beneficial so i don't i don't know if that that's kind of a similar type of thing um 
Well, I guess you don't, in terms of like clothing or like what you wear, um, I guess it just depends on the person, but there's not like one thing that is across the board, like what everyone wants or needs. Um, you basically just wear sports bra, leggings, um, preferably uh, squat proof leggings. So when you're in down dog, you don't have like your ass showing. Squat proof? <laughs> what does that mean? That means like you don't see your underwear when you squat. Like it doesn't go see through. See through. It's a thing? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Was Lou Lemon getting sued over that at some point? Why did they did they claim that it was and it wasn't? Uh, let's find out. But I know something was happening with them. Wait. wait okay. So wait. What is this? What's this? Squat free? What do you call squat them? Proof. Squat proof leggings. Yes. So and what? Put on leggings. You turn around and you do a squat so that you can see it in the mirror. And if you can see your underwear because the fabric stretches too thin. Yeah. Then it's not squat proof. I didn't know that had a name. <laughs> now you know. <laughs> I guess um, you don't really have to worry about that. But <laughs> so here's the other thing: is like I notice when um, in doing yoga in in the warmer yoga, and then you start sweating, and then it's harder to hold poses because it's like I'm slipping on myself. Like um, I can't hug. I can't hug myself in into a ball if my knees are like ah, and they slip. <laughs> I don't know if that's just me. Or, like, I have to take my towel and I dry myself off before I do those things. Um, you usually would have to probably dry it yourself off with a towel. But um, I feel like over time, your body gets used to gripping itself with that. Um, oh. And you just develop, like, the smaller muscles to hold better. Um, Got it. But that's also make a difference. Um, so... The ones that we have at Core Power, like that we give out for rentals, those are foam mats. Those are a lot more easy to slip on than rubber mats because you have the friction of the rubber or whatever it is. Interesting. I did. I remember the rental mat versus. Now I have my see. Gotta get your own gear. It's like you start, and then you have your own gear. Then you start feeling like, oh, you get excited to go. Well, you know yeah. what. I, I I have two mats. I have the same one you do. See, Bryce. you have two mats. Well, I, hold, yeah. hold on, let me finish. Let me finish. So I have two mats. I have the same one you do, which is the Lululemon reversible one, and uh, I have a Manduka um, that I use that I put a towel over. But I find that I slip more on the towel one because my feet are so dry because uh, they're always planted most of the time, mm-hmm. and because I don't think I sweat very much on the bottom of my feet. But I find that my feet slip more with a towel over. What kind of Manduka mat do you have? It's a uh, pro mat. Okay. Um, I'd say ditch the towel because uh, depending on what towel you have, the, um, the more you'll slip. So there's specific yoga towels that you can use where it has like little beads on the bottom. Like have you seen um, like hospital socks where they have like the little grips on the bottom? Yeah. Oh, I, yeah. I have, I have the yogi toe, so it yeah. has that, but that's the one that I found my feet slipping on. Yeah, but the material of that also matters. Oh. So if not microfiber or um, I forget the exact material, but if it's not a specific material, you're, you will slip more. Trying to catch <laughs> Speaking me slipping. slipping. Uh. <laughs> but I don't use a towel. The only time I would put one down is for core when I'm on my back so that I don't get my mat too sweaty. Got it, okay. And then I just switch oh. the towel again. It all makes sense now. Hey, yeah. See, this is this is great. This is good learning. <laughs> um, the other thing is, okay, so 
I have that. I don't even know what kind of meta it was because Lisa got it for it's, me. It's the same, but, it's, it's the reverse Lululemon. Yes, um, but I always just use like this regular beach towel as a towel on top because I don't, and it's too short, so it doesn't cover the whole thing. So, but I like it because I actually can put my hands on the top of the mat on the rubbery part, mm-hmm. and then my feet also on the rubbery part, and then if I just need to lay down, the, the towel's there. Yeah, um, and then. Like one of the times I went to a class, um, I didn't use that towel. I had I borrowed one of Lisa's real yoga towels, and that was like microfiber. But I was just slipping mm. everywhere. Yeah, see, that's... I, it was the microfiber. I think is the the I don't really like it. But I do see people will spray their mats. I'm like, are you getting it? What? Question. Some mats are uh, more grippy depending on the sweat or water activation level. So well, the there you go. The, the Manduka Eco Mat, the E-K-O, yeah, Eco Light, I believe I have. Um, the more you sweat on that one, the more grip it has because it has little, uh, like, tiger stripes, basically, that help grip once water or sweat touches those. Huh. Mark, do you have towels already? Yeah. The, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. my gosh. Um, there you go. Here, it's going to start. <laughs> um, do you have yeah, your strap yet? Next- what? No, we have their straps at the studio. Yeah, I know, but your doesn't your yoga mat have a strap that you can also use as a strap? Oh, I I never thought about it, but I don't want to stick my feet up in there. I guess. Yeah. <laughs> oh, really? I mean, it touches I the floor, it touches the trunk of your car. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I guess. I I guess I suppose you could, but if you're trying to get crazy, maybe some Fifty <laughs> Shades of Grey yoga stuff. I don't. Know. <laughs> Yep, that's what I'm trying to do. Okay. Uh, I think that was all the questions. But I guess Lisa also gets some stuff that I get the benefit of. Like she has these blocks now. Are they cork blocks? Have you seen those cork mats that are super expensive? I have not seen the cork mats. I'll I'll send you a link. They're like $200. Do they roll? I mean, they're not. It's I mean, probably they, like flexible cork. Maybe, yeah. Uh-huh. But they're supposed to be like uh, super grippy and super... Uh, eco-friendly and all this other stuff oh and lisa also has this uh platform so we have all carpet i guess the only place that's not is laminate in the kitchen but our kitchen is really tiny so she got this like foldable piece and you put the the yoga mat on top so you can still use it on carpet and it gives you a flat base Hmm. so there's all these like things that i guess i have used they're not mine though so i guess it's kind of like uh kind of like crossfit uh, where you don't know you need something until they make it, and everyone uses them, and then now you need one. Do you know what a Dharma wheel is? Yes. I've, I've, like, she has one of those too, and I, I don't like it um, because <laughs> I'm not flexible. But it supposedly helps. Like, help you get flexible. I know. I, I, I <laughs> and so I use like just a normal foam roller, which I also got when I was running, um, and I, it helps to alleviate some of my back tightness. And then I also do the block in the back, and I just kind of sit there to open up the chest. Yeah. And Lisa will say, oh, why don't you use the Dharma thing, Dharma wheel, Dharma, Dharma? And I'll try, and it just, if I, I either don't know how to use it or I'm just not used to it enough. So, nonetheless. I'm just not used to it enough. <laughs> Fair enough. Hey, Bryce, you also have a very uh, kyphotic posture, which might help you if you start using that a little more. <laughs> you mean like this? <laughs> yep. Um, I had, I think I had a question, but I totally forgot. Anyway. 
Uh, we do have. I think we should start asking this the questions people asked because. Oh uh, yeah, you're right. You might oh my need gosh. to get out of here soon. Sorry. Maybe. Maybe. Uh, or if you want to say it for later, you let us know. But. Just do it. Okay. All right. <laughs> okay. Mark, All right. you go ahead. All right. First question we have. Uh, let's see here. Is from a young Michael Rodriguez. He asks, uh, "Is it possible to do yoga safely at?" Okay, is it possible to do yoga safely and well at home? Should I do some supervised classes to get form down, or are YouTube videos enough to get started? I would, well, I guess you could go either way, but I would recommend going to a supervised class first just because you can sometimes get individualized attention or you can ask the teacher afterwards as opposed to writing a comment and waiting um, like maybe a day or two for a response. Um, so I'd recommend trying to do maybe like a week of classes just to get the form down, ask any questions that you may have. Um, and then you can start going and doing your own practice at home. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, next one I have to read real quick cause it's not actually a question. It's from a character named Nestor Flores, JJ he <laughs> says, I don't have a question, but I want her to know she's stunning. Oh, thank you. <laughs> yeah, I believe you know this fellow, right? Yes, I do. Great. Great. <laughs> <All right. laughs> he's the person you saw earlier. Okay. He's uh, the jiu-jitsu guy, right? Yes. You should come on and talk about jiu-jitsu. We haven't had a jiu-jitsu practitioner on yet. Ooh. Well, um, would love probably. And we definitely have questions about getting tied up, so. <laughs> Go ahead, Bryce. You're still recording? Yes. Please continue. Mine just stopped, stupid. Oh, it's because anyway. you didn't hit continue. I know, but I didn't see it in time. Okay. M-A-L-L-E-N-N-Y mm, okay. um, asks. That's, okay. Malin. <laughs> Can yoga be helpful while trying to lose weight? Yes. Um, it actually should help you lose weight. Um, it's not a miracle weight losing program or exercise form. But yoga is known to help boost metabolism and um, immune response. So I would say, yes, it helps in weight loss. Just give it a little bit of time. Um, you also have to eat right. So oh, <laughs> that's damn also it. a factor. <laughs> it's not just the exercise. Got to eat it too. Yeah, you know one yeah. thing I, I forgot to mention about yoga that I like and that's why I find it hard is because in bodybuilding or powerlifting, especially powerlifting, you do like one rep every 30 days or something. I forget how that works. Hey, hey. But in, in bodybuilding, it's the same, right? You do like, you know, 15, 15 reps, you wait like two minutes and you go at it again. But at least at mm -hmm. core power, like the classes are like an hour of just using your shit. You know what I mean? And I, I was very exhausted. I'm always very exhausted, but anyway, yeah. <laughs> sec second question that Mulaney is asking is what are some of the benefits of yoga? Aside from the, the metabolism and weight loss and immune response. Um, so I kind of touched on um, immune response. Um, it's very, I mean, I guess it, it helps boost inflammatory response very well. Um, it's very rare that I do get sick. And that all started when I started going to yoga. So I don't know if it was just a mental thing, but I've acknowledged it before and I have gotten sick a couple times since I started yoga. I think maybe like three times max since 2014. So I'd say that kind of speaks for itself right there. Uh, but increased wow. flexibility, 
Um, you also gain strength. It may not really seem like it, but some people aren't really able to hold their own body weight, so it really helps um, in that sense. Um, it's very good at healing injuries or preventing injuries. Um, so usually if you get like a rotator cuff injury or something in the lower back region, uh, people would refer you to yoga. So I'd say it's pretty healing, um, not only physically, but mentally too. Oh, did we lose her? No, it's just probably buffering again. Just stay on and she'll, she'll join back in. There she is. See? Whoa. Am I here? Right here. You're present. Yes. You're, You're in the present. flesh. Cool. <laughs> it says poor network connection. <laughs> it's probably Bryce. It's probably no, it's not. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> it's you. <laughs> um, you know, I had a question. Oh, uh, you know, fuck, I had what a, was it? Oh, uh, yeah. fuck, what was it? Damn it. Damn it. Oh, now you're oh, echoing again, Mark. Oh, you said you had some time. Hold you some time. Oh, it was about breathing. It was we about talk- breathing. Okay, talk- I, sh- I should wait for this. I could end before. I I Can you just go unmuted and unmute again? Unmuted and unmute again. <laughs> All right. Okay. So we were talking about breathing. You're there. Oh. I can see we the were, same picture. Oh, there you are. There you go. You're fixed. <laughs> we were uh, we were talking earlier about breathing, uh, at least via text, and mm-hmm. um, you mentioned immune response. And uh, do you know who Wim Hof is? I don't. Oh. So Wim Hof is a basically they call him the Iceman because he likes to climb mountains in shorts. Um, but <laughs> what he attri- I'll send you the link so you can watch it. It's pretty interesting. It's it's a guy who uses his breath to stimulate his to to get his body to release adrenaline. And uh, he basically trains people in the mountains and gets them all to climb mountains, um, smaller mountains, of course, while it's snowing in shorts. Um, and they even, you know, they, they did a test on him where they injected like a, a sick, like a, a flu-like virus into his body. And he was able to basically not let any of it uh, affect him. So they thought, oh, maybe this guy's, you know, cheating or something. So they did it to five or six of his uh people he trained and they all got the same response so which was no response to the to this you know the virus um and i just wanted to mention that uh when you mentioned the immune response so i'll send you that and it's pretty interesting because they basically breathe until they get like a euphoric feeling and then they start crying and yelling it's really really interesting but sounds very interesting he does the he does super hot rooms too right so he does like drastic cold and drastic heat um yeah, I, I remember watching some documentaries on him. Yeah, Vice did, Vice did a really good one where their 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 journalist went through the process and at the end climbed the mountain with him in shorts. Oh, nice! But anyway, um, anyway, so next Questions? question. Sorry, <laughs> you're good. Go ahead, Bryce. Um, Word or W three R R R D asks, <laughs> uh, how can yoga improve one's weight training? Um, definitely increased range of motion for sure. Um, I don't know if you've ever been like so tight before your squats, mm. you're trying to do like those leg rotations out and in, you're just stopping at a certain point. Um, definitely helps with that. Um, 
also with getting a little deeper into your squat mm-hmm. or exercise it is for sure um and yoga also helps with the spatial awareness that you have so maybe tightening it up just this one little centimeter will help you with your shoulder press or whatever it is um so definitely more body awareness and range of motion for sure yeah i definitely have seen i like also the recovery aspect um Mm -hmm. where i when i get tight after lifting and i use well, use also the warm yoga to feel a little bit more relaxed. I can stretch a little bit more. Um, and yes, increased range of motion and flexibility is what I've been seeing. Yeah. Adding it to my training. Okay. Uh, one more or two more questions. I have one and the one that's been sent here from again from Word the Sheba. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what is the best yoga pose or stretches to help gamers improve their posture? Mm. first ditch the Doritos and Mountain Dew (laughs) I think the most important part is actually to increase your core strength so that you are able to hold yourself up longer for (laughs) for longer periods of time nice price because it looks real good (laughs) Um, and then if you're having problems in the the front of your chest so front delts and upper chest um, I'd say either chest expansion grip, where you interlace all ten fingers behind your low back, uh, press your palms together and squeeze your shoulder blades together, and hold that. Yeah, the opposite way. There you go. <laughs> yes. This is really hard for squeeze so, like, your shoulder blades together. Oh my god. Your chest up, and pull your pelvis down towards the floor. Yes. <laughs> um, wow. So holding that, also hamstrings, and. Um, hip flexors. So that muscle that you're increasing whenever you sit in the front of your hips, uh, really opening that up will help with any lower back problems as well. Because usually when that's tight, you get a anterior tilt, tilt. So a forward tilt of your pelvis, because let me hold on, let me stand up for you. So when you <laughs> tighten the muscle, right, I'm contracting the muscle and kind of tucking my tailbone. Can you see it? towards the floor that's interior tilt and then when it's more open then you can have a more long spine or potentially if you have t- tighter lower back posterior tilt where you have that's what it's called cheerleader butt and cowboy butt mm, so over- i'm definitely on the cheerleader butt <laughs> <laughs> cheerleader butt um Mark will, yeah, yeah. Mark will I, attest. I have, uh, yeah. Bryce, Bryce's butt is abnormally big, which <laughs> no, it's not. I think it's normal. I think a good amount of his weight is in his right butt cheek, more specifically. <laughs> but um, uh, um, the question I had, and it's something that keeps me from going to yoga almost, is the the balance between lifting and and yoga because. I find myself wanting to keep benching, you know, 315 for reps. But at the same time, I can't do a proper, uh, you know, high to low plank and then hold it. And, you know, without fatiguing super fast. So if, I mean, sometimes I even find that lifting is just entirely unnecessary if I'm not going to be able to work with my own weight, you know, um, which is something that I struggle to to, to deal with. Um, so if there was a balance or if there was just no in-between, 
What would you? Uh, hmm. Hmm. <laughs> Balance. Um, I like to, well, depending on when you work out, I usually work out more towards the nighttime, I'd say. Um, so I like to do yoga in the morning. So I still have a loose start to my day because when you wake up, all your muscles are tight and your fascia is cold. So you just you're super tight in the morning regardless um so I like to just open up a little bit in the morning um and just have that for the rest of the day and then I like to lift more towards the end of the day or like late midday um so it just depends on you if you like to lift in the morning maybe lift in the morning do a a stretch class at night so you can still stay a little bit more open and have that recovery aspect to your workout Mm. yeah that's that reminds me of uh if other listeners are interested um when ct fletcher went on the joe rogan podcast they were talking about how weight and putting on muscle can affect someone's performance in cardio and endurance of course yeah um and basically ct fletcher was like well if you're born with it in terms of genetics and you're born larger you can probably do more endurance Mm -hmm. and cardio versus if you're if you're smaller naturally, but then you put on a bunch of muscle, it's going to be harder for you to maintain. Um, that was actually an interesting podcast. Anyway. I like that one, too. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, what are you talking about know, games? Just, I'm sorry. Just, I think what maybe uh, – sorry to interrupt you. Oh, it's fine. What it, like giving you a hard time in yoga is that it's a lot – it's basically all cardio – um, which is difficult for some people. I know for me it's something really annoying. And the way that I can sneak it in without like really telling myself it's cardio is that I go to yoga. Mm-hmm. So that may be what like is keeping you back a little bit. Uh, but also, um, I mean, with cardio, of course, you get fatigued. But the like chaturangas, for example, um, that's lots of core work and a lot of people don't really focus on that mm-hmm. hmm. yeah yeah mark hey bitch no so so i have i have been doing my cardio for the past couple of months i i think it's i have a harder time with the c2s maintaining my breath in such a hot room while fatigued um yeah, but i think is hard what's up um, i said it is pretty hard but the for C2s, I'm not sure if you do Ujjayi breath or not. I would not recommend it, but I would still recommend keeping the length in your breath. Um, oh. As a like when you do Ujjayi, you're, you kind of force yourself to breathe a little deeper. Um, just keeping the length, but breathing out through your mouth, in through your nose, out through your mouth will really help with the heat. Um, but of course, since it is a hot room, your heart is going to beat faster regardless. Uh, which does affect people more than others. You know, I didn't realize that was a thing until today. I was watching uh, a, a murder case where, the, I'm sorry what? to bring this up, but he he, he was he was um, he he had murdered the girl, but he 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 put her in the bathtub and thought he turned on the cold water, but he turned on the hot one, so she started bleeding a lot faster, and he ended up having to cut the body up. But anyway, um, oh my God. but anyway, okay. now that you mention it, that the heart works faster in hot room i was unaware of that so i'm glad i do now yeah. brought to you by crime watch daily <laughs> <laughs> um good story i liked it 
Uh, and that's pretty much all I have. Um, I guess. Uh, we didn't talk much gaming. Sorry about what? Gaming stuff. Oh no, no, it's okay. I want to talk about Sea of Thieves, but I'll, we'll save it for the next podcast because I want Bryce to play the game actually before we can discuss it. <laughs> and um, I mean, I'll send you the video, Imari, just so you know what game we're talking about. So you, if you feel like chime in in the next one, you can. Right. Um, but um. Hopefully you play more. Maybe you'll pay out, bring out the PS2 and be yeah. like inspired to. <laughs> see, we'll this. see. We the definitely can't give you. We definitely can't give you any tips on how to game and stay. F- I mean, to you know, they breathing at the same time. <laughs> get, you know, we can't give you any tips on how to breathe while you game. Um, <laughs> I have made one hole in the wall here from a video game that uh, got me frustrated. <laughs> so I'm working on controlling myself during gaming sessions. <laughs> And it's only during, um, it's only during gaming that I get frustrated too, which is weird. But it's because my teammates suck. Hey, <laughs> hey! All right, so um, where can they find you? you? What's up? Yes, that, okay. See, I was gonna forget. Where can people find you? Uh, you do vlog, right? Yes. All right. You want me to say that? Of course. Uh, where where plug can people there, find you? Go. Plug anything um, and everything you can. All right. So I do have a YouTube channel that I um, I'm trying to post more gym videos on there or fitness things in general. Um, YouTube.com slash Imari Meyer. That's I-M-A-R-I-M-E-Y-E-R. Yeah, that's right. I see that nod. Yes. <laughs> um, and I also have Instagram that I post lots of yoga inspiration things on um, and fitness goals um, which is at Imari Meyer, same way it's spelled at the YouTube, I-M-A-R-I-M-E-Y-E-R. Um, I do have a Twitter that I don't use, so I would not try to follow me on there, but if you want to, um, you can get notifications when my videos go up. Um, same way it's spelled on my Instagram, it's at Imari Meyer. And I have a website, imarimeyer.com, if you want to see my schedule. Yeah, that's right. I have a website, too. Damn. <laughs> yeah. It's uh, my schedule. You can see yoga photo shoots that I've done. If you want to learn a little bit more about my yoga journey, I have a little bio section. Um, and look. hopefully in the future, I have um, some retreats going on. So Oh, retreats. A little tab for that. Yeah. Wait, did you say treats? Yeah, treats. Treat. Yep. It is a yep. treat. Um, Cookies. You know, I'll text this to you, actually, because it's a suggestion Ooh. I have. It's just – I've seen some uh, yoga Instagrams that have some tips on, on uh, certain movements that I know I've been doing wrong, and they kind of help me think about that more during practice. I yeah. Think, I think those would be useful if you put those up. I mean, if you wanted to. I'm not telling you how to manage Yeah, yourself. I was actually thinking about doing that, um, but on my YouTube channel. Um, and then – like making like a shorter uh, minute long video for Instagrams, just kind of condensing it and then plugging that YouTube link in there. Okay. Yeah. Oh, you teach. You have a good amount of schedule here. Yeah, I teach a lot, and I don't. I haven't updated it yet, too. So I have a couple more classes to put on. Jeez. On Mondays and Saturdays, I think. Tuesdays and, th- and Thursdays too, and Saturdays. Go check her out. Uh-huh, Carlson Gracie, hashtag. That's awesome. Sue. You do the, the BJJ, and then you go do some restorative yoga. Nice. Yeah. Um, 
All right. Well, thank you for joining us again. It was uh, a pleasure and an honor. Indeed. And a privilege and a treat. <laughs> uh, this podcast was brought to you by... Something Mats, which I forgot what you guys called it earlier. Manduka Mats? Yes. Manduka. Uh, four Barrel Coffee. Squatting, squatting the leggings. No, uh, wait. Squat, squat, squat no squat. Yeah. Squat proof leggings. Uh, RIP um, Four Barrel Coffee. Uh, Dar- Dharma Wheel. Words, Dharma Wheels. Uh, um, uh, uh, Crime Watch mis- Daily. <laughs> posterior, posterior tip cheerleader butt. Uh, uh, Fifty Shades of Grey. Yeah. Cowboy butt. Cowboy butt, cheerleader butt, um, Chris Hansen to catch a predator. Waco, uh, Texas. Waco, Texas. Imari PS2, Meyer, slide PS2, to slide, Spyro. Uh, spiral no. notebooks while you're at it. <laughs> and uh, yeah, we'll see you in class real soon. Yay.